Hello and welcome to Hollywood Bets Hit the Target podcast. I'm Chad Nagel, your host for today. And joining me to discuss the penultimate round of the English Premier League season is long-suffering Manchester United supporter Ntsebo Mpongos. And uh, I'm also with the quadruple-chasing Liverpool fan, Vinal Naidu. Gentlemen, welcome. Great to have you. Thank you, Chad. How's it? Thanks so much, Chad. I bet that if I had to ask um, both of you guys how the season has been, you'd both give me very different responses. <laughs> uh, it's been a terrible season for United. I can't believe we actually got worse after we dismissed Ole. I mean, and that's, yeah. that's where we, we all thought things might change the season for us, but they haven't really gone that way. Um, but there's there's always something to look forward to for a United fan, and we're looking forward to a new season with Ten Hag, <laughs> who has just won the Eredivisie title with Ajax, yeah. um, and we hope he'll bring that good mojo with him to United. Yeah, we know. No, it's it's been a good season for us, of course. I mean, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, <clears throat> you can't uh, you know deny that we've been fantastic. We played fantastic football. We just, uh, you know, it's, it's. I never ever thought I'd live the, uh, live to see the day where I'll be disappointed where my team's gonna win, probably win three trophies and not four. You know, that look how far we've come. I mean, from crying in school to now, you know, <laughs> being on the brink of history at at the age that I'm currently at. So, let's hope for for everything. And from a United perspective, I actually don't think it's such a bad season. I mean, the fact that you've still got Europa League. I mean. But they haven't put out a good performance the entire year. I mean, if you look back, there hasn't. Vinal, you taking the mic? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact. I mean, I would as I honestly thought the way you played, you'll you would assume that you'll be fighting for relegation. But like, honestly, the, with Watford beating your four nil, Brighton beating your four nil. I mean, you'll deserve to be down there, you know. Mm. Yeah, so <clears throat> I would. So Europa League place, I think that's an achievement on its own. Wow. Yeah. A <laughs> yeah. response to that. Yeah. It's not the, the Europa League place is not a hundred percent guaranteed. You might still yeah. play conference league. Oh no, that, that uh, would be I, disastrous. I get, I get I get the I get the context we now is giving though. Yeah. United has been horrendous this season and yeah. we, we don't even deserve to be in the top ten to be quite honest. Um but we are. Yeah. Um and I think the Europa League would be a good start for, for Ten Hag to build. Um, and for, for like to give more players a chance to like show, show, showcase their stuff. Because when you're just playing in the EPL, it sort of limits the coach and limits what they can do with the squad. So yeah. at least with the Europa League qualification, he will get like a chance to test his players in a European competition and still get to like go for a push, maybe for a top four to return yeah. to the Champions League. Cause let's be honest, we won't be fighting for the league next season. We won't be, you know, I, I'm sure. Uh, Vinal will will um just perhaps disagree, but speaking about fighting for the league, I think with the big news of Erling Haaland joining Manchester City, it's hard to think of anyone stopping Manchester City next season. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's it's actually um they. I mean, we we always joke about it. Like despite their uh, failure in the European Champions League, mm-hmm. the UEFA Champions League, they are still going to be favourites. <laughs> Next season, but they're still going to be favorites to win the Premier League, favorites to win the FA Cup, and just how we're talking about uh, Liverpool in the mix for a quadruple next season. The conversation could be Manchester City, especially with Erling Haaland joining. Yeah, no, definitely, hundred percent. I mean, 
let's talk. I mean, City is like how I believe, you know, cursed in the Champions League and I don't think they'll ever win it, but uh, but with Erling Haaland, <laughs> <hope> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they always find a way to mess up somewhere or another. I think Pep just overthinks too much, but on a serious note, like, you know, with Erling Haaland coming in and it's only so young and with that amount of money, I mean, Kevin De Bruyne's going to have a field day. I mean, yeah. the way he can pass a ball, I mean, we saw against Wolves, we saw in the past yeah. few games, I mean, Let's be honest, the reason why Manchester City are not in the final of the Champions League is because Pep Guardiola took off Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. 110%. Yeah. Everyone can say, wow, wow, wow. It was wow. a bold, shocking move. Yeah, Surprising. Every, yeah, everyone can say, wow, look at what Madrid did. At the end of the day, it was, you yeah. know, self-harm. He did it to himself. He committed suicide, basically, by taking his best player off the pitch. And yeah, Kevin De Bruyne is amazing. He's going to feed Haaland every single game and yeah. I mean he even celebrates it against Wolves with, with the Haaland celebration so he's yeah. very excited he's excited I'm sure Haaland yeah. will be excited as well well before we get into the weekend's action uh, yeah. Binal tell us about the latest competition Hollywood Bets are running also currently at Hollywood Bets they're running a horse racing competition to, um, to bring together the champion season so all you have to do is take a horse racing bet for 20 rand or more and you are in standing in, standing a chance to win one of three Apollo lives. And all you need to do is take a bet online on your account, or you can take a, a branch bet mm-hmm. as well and follow the codes at the bottom of your ticket to enter. And you will be in line to win one of three Polo lives. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful car. It's purple, just like our colors at Hollywood Bets. And it's really, really is basically you, we're giving back, giving you something for nothing, basically. Just a small train and bet, and you never know. You could be driving off with a fabulous car. Yeah. All, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's get straight into it, starting with the big one. Oh, one, uh, second, one second, sorry yeah. about that, Chad. Just, guys, do not forget to opt in on the promotions page before you, once you take your, your bet or before you take your bet. Opting in on the promotions page is the way you uh, enter and qualify to win the car. Thank yeah, you. Thank, thanks for that, Binal. Sounds like... A, yeah. A uh, fantastic opportunity to um, get your, yeah. uh, be fortunate to get your hands on a new uh, Polo Life. Yeah. Um, so let's get straight into it. We've got a lot to discuss. <clears throat> We're going to start with the big one. It's the FA Cup final. It's Tuchel versus Klopp. It's the Blues against the Reds. The Champions League holders against probably this year's winners. It's Chelsea versus Liverpool at Wembley. Um, take us. Through this one, mm, Sebo. Um, well, there's been a lot of talk and expectation for Liverpool to win the quadruple um, yeah. this season. And they come up against a team that, that I would say regressed a bit in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but they put in a performance this past weekend or during this midweek yeah. um, to get back to winning ways. What I would say about, about Chelsea is you don't expect a normal Chelsea team during a cup final. Um, They will always um, turn up like most teams will always turn up and increase the level of their play um, just to ensure that they they perform, you know, to that level of expectation. They do tend to thrive in in, the cup finals. finals. Um, And and Tuchel seems to like, you know, these type of competitions, you know, more than the league. I'm not saying he doesn't want to win the league, but I'm, I'm saying that he's performed better in like short, 
leagues or short form um, tournaments more yeah. than the league, which I think he will challenge for next season. I hear you gentlemen speak about Man City. Mm-hmm. I still think, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to divert just a little bit. Yeah. I still think sure. um, what City is doing by getting better, they're also making other teams better, you know. We're seeing yeah. Liverpool. Liverpool is thriving off the competition with Man City and that, other that teams true. are going to relish that too. Yeah. I mean, we've got Chelsea. Tuchel will be on his second season. Um, we've got United. I'm not saying they'll win the league, but they'll probably be able to nick off a point or two, which yeah. is key now in the Premier League because it's such small margins. Um, you've got Newcastle who go mad in, in yeah. the transfer market. Yeah. And you've got you've still got other teams like Aston Villa, um, Leicester, who, Leicester yeah, um, Arsenal. Arsenal, Southampton. I'm not saying those teams are like Southern teams are big, yeah. but they can take points off these big teams like yeah. Man City once they start investing money. Um, and the better the biggest team or the best team gets, believe me, all the other teams below it are going to improve and try to get to it. I mean, look at Arsenal. They're probably going to uh, profit from Man City buying a new striker because they might get one of their attackers. Yeah. It might not be Jesus. It <coughs> might not be Mares, but it could be one of them. Yeah. Including Sterling there, if we if 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 the transfer talk is, is is anything to go by, but going back to the cup final this weekend, I I think it will really be an interesting watch between two amazing coaches, two yeah. amazing clubs, um, who will go all outs. It will obviously be a midfield battle, um, between yeah. these two teams. But I still think, with their recent Champions League win and the way things have been going, Chelsea might actually wanna make an example and or rather might want to make a statement by winning this cup. Yeah. I'm going to be banking Chelsea on this. Wow. Okay. So yes, that's interesting. Um, I mean, as a diehard Chelsea fan, I mean, that's music to my ears. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, and especially with the fact that you had, uh, had picked, um, you had correctly predicted Liverpool to drop points at Anfield against yes. Tottenham. Yes, um, last week. So yeah, so that's, that's music to my ears. Bees, I know you, 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 You've got a fat lot to say. Uh, and, but I just, I just want to add to what Sebo was saying on, on Chelsea. You know, yes, they thrive in cup competitions uh, and cup finals. But you know where I really think they really tend to thrive is when they are the underdog. Like you look in the past FA Cup finals, by the way, this is Chelsea's third time in the final, third consecutive final in the FA Cup. So you look at the t- times where they were favorites to win that, which was against Leicester City, they failed. You look at when they were favorites to beat um, Arsenal, they failed. You look at when everyone wrote them off against Manchester City, and uh, that's when they thrive. And this is a team that you cannot, I'm not just saying this as a Chelsea fan, you just cannot underestimate them. Um, you, you, just, you simply cannot because they have, uh, they have a star-studded team, they have players who can hurt you from all... Uh, positions on the pitch. However, they are going up against, for me, the best team in world football right now. I made a statement. Um, I was just talking to some guys discussing the, uh, who is the best team in the world last weekend. And I was saying that, for me, Liverpool are the best team in the world football because what you see in England is what you get in Europe. We cannot say the same about Manchester City. And for me, those two are the best teams but anyway, please take us through this one. What's your thoughts on this game? Um, how confident are you as a Liverpool fan? No, I'm very confident, Jack. <laughs> no, there we go. No, <laughs> no I mean, the, the only way I can see Chelsea beating Liverpool this weekend is if they come out the blocks firing 
in that first 20, 25 minutes and get an early goal. And, and that's the only way I can see Chelsea having any chance. Because once they, I know because FA Cup final, everyone wants to start well. Everyone wants to play, you know, is going to be at their optimum best. Because even if the score is nil-nil going into halftime, I mean, the second half is going to be a football match again, you know. The players are, players are not going to show that same. I mean, we've all watched hundreds of finals in our lives. We, we know exactly how the players start. They're running after every ball. They're excited. Yeah. The fans are, are, you know, going crazy. Yeah. Because once it turns... Once that frenetic energy is gone in that first 20, 30 minutes, there's only one team that's going to have the ball, I believe. And with Thiago being rested on on um, Tuesday night and coming yeah. on. The they last... also rested out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, I mean, the yeah. way we, we've, we've been there, done that at Wembley before. I know it went to a penalty shootout between yeah. Chelsea and Liverpool last time. In fact, there's been tight... Uh, tussles this season in fact yeah. um, not, neither side has been able to win in 90 minutes uh, two draws in the Premier League and then it was that 11-10 penalty, penalty shootout shoot in the Carabao Cup final so, so it does look like this is going to be a, t- uh, a tight affair Is no but, I, I, on paper it does look like a tight yeah. affair 110% but if if Chelsea play the same way they played us in the in the FA Cup I mean in the Carabao Cup final it's going to be quite tight but where we were in February and where we are now in at the come May, I mean we are like worlds apart. I think we've yeah. just built and built and yeah. I mean like y'all have been soaring. I mean even when we were to be honest as a Liverpool support, not just saying that because it's my yeah. team. When we were two 0 down against Villarreal, I didn't panic. I just yeah. went and made myself a cup of tea and I relaxed. Yeah. You know, I didn't panic. I knew y'all will get your We know we're gonna get yeah. the results. We know. End of the day, when it comes to Liverpool, we know the chances will always yeah. be there. And that's, that's the bottom line and that's the base. Whether and when it doesn't work, we'll bring on Jota, we'll bring on Origi, we'll bring on Bobby. And in saying that, like, the only way Chelsea can beat us this weekend, I'll say it again, is if they score a goal in the first 20, 30 minutes. Other than if they lead and they hold on. Because once it turns into a football match, yeah. there's, only, there's one, only one winner. winner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's true. That, yeah. that 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 conclusion once it turns into like a football match, like yeah. a yeah. proper like two sides playing to win it. Yeah, yeah. Because Klopp, there's something um, Conte yeah. said this week that <clears throat> Klopp needs to find the tools to you know open up a team that's sitting deep, that's not playing football, or that is taken as anti-football. And Chelsea might do that, as Viz is saying, if they get if they score first, they know Liverpool kind of struggles against a deep block a, a, a team that's sitting deep they struggle against those teams yeah um, so yeah it'll be an interesting watch yeah well um, Sebo says Chelsea Vinal says Liverpool I say <laughs> I think it'll be I think it'll go the distance actually I think it'll go into extra time, extra time. Um, I, I really think so I think these two teams I mean from what I've seen three times this season it's just uh, two teams that they tend to, I won't say evenly matched because Liverpool are superior, but they will be ev- uh, evenly matched. They have been um, whenever, the, whenever they've met each other on the pitch. Well, those are our predictions for the cup final this weekend. Now onto the Premier League and the very first game to preview is a bit of a tricky one. 
uh, Tottenham host Burnley. And I say tricky because Tottenham are yet to play Arsenal at the time of recording. So we're not really certain if Spurs will still be in the running for top four heading into this game. But what we do know is Burnley desperately need points to avoid becoming the third relegated club. Um, please take us through this one. I think the whole one thing when I do any preview at this part of the season is that I don't look at form. I don't look at stats or anything. I look at what the team has to play for. And yeah. that's how I make my decision, you know. And in saying that, like, just I think to all our listeners, just watch Tottenham's result against Arsenal. And then from they have nothing to play for. Take Burnley win or draw because Burnley are literally going to be bombing it up the pitch and asking them to asking them all the questions necessary. I mean, I don't, not, nothing matters at this part of the season. Absolutely nothing. Doesn't matter if you conceded 100 goals or scored 200 goals previously. It's all about what you need to do for your team in order to survive or make a Champions League spot to win the league. That's the only thing that matters. And if Tottenham need to win, if they, they beat Arsenal and they need to beat Burnley, they'll, they'll steamroll them 110%. But if they don't, only will get something from this game. Do you agree with that, Trevor? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I have to agree. I, I think there is uh-huh. value in the both teams to score market here. Uh-huh. Um, it, it will feel like an open game. Like yeah. both teams will be chasing, if, yeah. especially if Tottenham wins um, tonight against against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, it, it will be both teams chasing the goals because Burnley as well. If even if Tottenham wins, they won't approach the game thinking, "Ah, Tottenham will probably be out here looking for a win." So let's let them win. No. So it will be an open game regardless, and uh, yeah, I would I would put my put something on the both teams to score markets, um, and just see how things go there. Oh, interesting. Um, I I mean I can definitely understand uh, uh what what you said, Vinal, about having something to play for because mm. especially if Spurs are top four hopes are dashed, mm. you know, uh, after this Arsenal game, um, Burnley still have the same task at hand, which yeah. is get maximum points uh, or get as much points, uh, just avoid defeat. So, yeah, that, that should be interesting. Our next game sees Aston Villa entertain Crystal Palace and Sebo. Ah, one of those games. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Two teams close to each other on the table. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those games, mid-table clash. Um, two teams trying to, like, measure each other up for next season, see where they are. Um, I've been impressed with Aston Villa. Um, since Jared took over, they've been doing well. They've been playing good football. Um <laughs> Crystal Palace, same, same. I can say the same for them. The entire season, they've played good football yeah. under the guidance of Vieira. Yeah. Um, and they've collected a couple of wins in the last couple of weeks. So I will go with, with a draw here. Honestly, I'll go with a draw here. I don't, I don't see there being much to fight for between these two teams. It might just feel like a friendly at some point of the game because Aston Villa are not going to get relegated. Crystal Palace are not going to get relegated and they really can't reach any higher than they already are uh, this season. So I think for both coaches, it will just be a matter of testing um, their squads for the upcoming season, seeing where they are, what they need um, when playing <clears throat> against the smaller or other teams that are level with them. Yeah. Please, you're going to back the stalemate or call a winner? Yeah. No, I can call a winner. I think this match, you know, as I heard Steven Gerrard's interview after the game against Liverpool, I mean, 
first and foremost they really did play good football against mm-hmm. Liverpool. They really gave us it was a very entertaining watch if you are neutral. And I think like dependent on uh I think they they will definitely be trying out something on Sunday that they will want to apply against Man City. Whatever they do on Sunday will be like a trial run for what they're going to do against Man City. And Steven Gerrard can tell the press whatever he wants to tell the press. He can lie, whatever. End of the day, he wants Liverpool to win the league. Yeah, 110%. Sure. Yeah. He can bluff everybody as much as he possibly can, but I don't blame him. He, has, he gets paid by Villa at the end of the day. End of the day, he wants Liverpool to win the league and he's going to do everything <coughs> in his power to make that happen. And on Sunday will be that test against Crystal Palace to show uh, like show us a bit of that. But if they play the same way they yeah. play against Liverpool, they'll beat Crystal Palace hands down. I must say I like that theory. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next up, relegation threatened yeah. Leeds will be hoping to avoid a fourth straight defeat in their bid to avoid the drop when they host inform Brighton at the Amex. Sorry, at uh, at Elland Road. Leeds Football Club. <laughs> hey, I'm <laughs> so... In a way, like, you know, I don't like saying, but, like, Biasa should have went a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, he spoiled the football club, you know, and... Well, it, that, that I always thought as uh, the same, and apparently our opinion is unpopular. No, I mean... Um, a lot of the neutrals loved Leeds, you know. No. They say, no, don't you love... If you love football, you love Leeds. Uh, Leeds play no. full throttle, entertaining, but the thing all-out is, attack. You need to pick your games. You need to have a brain and pick your games to do that. You can't come to Anfield. You can't go to Stamford Bridge and try all those tricks. At the end of the day, there's only one winner when you do that. And you play football against the big teams. There's a reason why they are big teams. And I don't think that he had his... He was like, you know, able to to put things into perspective and, and really, really, you know... uh you know, work situations out and maybe his age caught up with him with all due respect to him. Okay, what about Jesse Marsh? I know he's doing quite well, uh, I won't lie, but in saying that, like, like you know how they say, the son must pay for the father's sins, or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, and unfortunately, I don't know, it's going to be, it's going to be tough, but uh, uh, Leeds at home, I think it's worth it, yeah. Yeah, I also think it's worth it backing Leeds at home. However, I do feel like Brighton <clears throat> have a tendency of being party spoilers, you know? They do. Um, so they might come into this one yeah. thinking what we're thinking, uh, Leeds are going to go for it. Um, which basically will almost bring us back to the BS the time, yeah. whereby they'll be going all out for a win and Brighton can hit you, as, we, as we've seen. They've yeah. hit me recently. As a United <laughs> fan, <laughs> Brighton can really Sorry. hurt you if you if you give them the space, and especially if you allow them to to play football because they play football. They like passing the ball around. They like yeah. moving the ball around, and they like playing against teams that are going to do that as well because they all want teams sitting yeah. deep. You know, they don't have the players, the top players, to do that, but yeah. they have players that are capable of playing into spaces, finishing and finishing. Yeah. They can finish those guys. The Brighton yeah. team, they they're, can they're a good team. That you have to say yeah. they're well coached. You know, yeah, uh, Graham Potts is a, a top manager. I've even seen reports saying, I think it was the Daily Telegraph saying that he is probably uh, in line to take over the Tottenham job if Antonio Conte if Antonio does Conte. I, I think it would be a good move for him. Yeah. He's good football. You know, he's got Brighton uh, 
punching above their weight. They're on a two-match winning streak now. For me, Brighton win this game. I haven't been impressed with Leeds. Um, I honestly can't understand much of the fuss about Leeds. I don't really care for them. I think they also have had a lot go against them. Daniel James obviously suspended for this game, so that's going to have their chances. Well. Uh, they've had injuries. They've got you know, so many injuries. I, 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 there's rumors of Patrick Bamford possibly um, being rushed back to play this weekend, but I still don't think it'll be enough. I think Brighton are a proper team. They're united. They gel uh, uh, as a unit. They, um, they just play a, an exciting brand of football. Everyone's fighting for each other. And I just say they get the maximum points in this fixture. Um, the next game, uh, you spoke about the uh, Aston Villa Palace table being meaningless. Uh, here's another one. Leicester, who don't have anything to play for, take on already relegated Watford. These, surely, Leicester, is it that easy? You think so. Eh? You would honestly think so. But, I mean, Watford had nothing to play for against Everton, and they still put up a good performance. Yeah. So and is it one last hurrah before we go to the championship? I mean, like, in, another thing in this situation, you need to also consider, like, some players... The team is going down, but some players don't want to go down with the team as a... Mm. This is their last... There's a last chance for these players to make an impact like Ismail Esar who was on the Liverpool radar. To try to get a club. Or to try to get a club and they want to stay up. I mean, you don't get that exposure. Like, scouts don't come to every game. We all have been in football for years. I mean, as much as you're playing well or whatever, I mean, playing in the Premier League, your eyes are on you every week. I mean... I haven't seen a highlights reel for the Champions League. Any, I mean, for the Championship, sorry, any time. But in saying that, uh, like, you know, so these Watford players can can do something and they must be respected. But in saying that, yeah, and, and Leicester, I mean, they are another, they've been dismal the whole season. We haven't seen that fight and that and that grit that they've normally they've, they've shown yeah. in years gone past. I mean, since they've won the league, I think this is arguably the the most disappointing, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, like... Especially after winning the FA Cup last season. I mean, yeah. as a Liverpool supporter, like, you know, you would, you'd know Leicester to be a team that goes to fellow big teams and, and like... Gives it a go. Gives it a go and then, yeah. and we can hope that Leicester can, you know, hold them for, for us to make them drop points or whatever. But, like, this season, I mean, I won't, I won't be surprised if Watford get something, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, to Leicester beat Watford this weekend? Yeah, they, they will get the win. I think they will get the win. Um, <clears throat> even though they've had a, a horrible season, um, they, they are starting to show some signs here and there. It's a little bit too late. They, they've also <laughs> suffered with injuries, yeah. much like Leeds this season. Um, Madison was out for, for a few games, for a few weeks actually. Um, Vardy has been out for some weeks as well. It's only just coming back now. And they've got players who are looking for moves like um, Tillerman in midfield yeah. um, who's been linked with the Real Arsenal, Madrid, Arsenal, yeah. um, you know, even Tottenham has been mentioned as well. Yeah. So they've got players and I'm sure he's not the only one, you know, when you've yeah. got a top player, when, when one of your best players starts talking yeah. about moving, surely other players in the team as well start yeah. looking at, yeah, Chelsea, we've been you know, with the defender for Fana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For Fana is a very good defender. I think yeah. it'll be a great replacement for, for Antonio for, Rudiger. Yes. Rudiger who's, yeah. who's going to Real Madrid. But, Speaking about Whiteford, I think they shot themselves in the foot. I know 
I was one of the people they were like, ah, it's a good move to hire Roy Hodgson. It made sense back yeah. then, you know, because they, they were good to, to make an early decision, get rid yeah. of a coach, get a new one in. But <clears throat> when you look at it now and you look at the trend of coaches in the, in the, in the EPL, you see that the new younger guys, the new school of coaches are the ones that are actually doing better in the Premier League. So I, I would have gone for someone younger, for someone fresher with new ideas, yeah. um, even to take them through um, the championship next season. Because I know some people are going to say, ah, but Roy Hodgson might, might, might have been their best option. No, they, yeah, yeah, but they've gotten rid of him yesterday, actually. Yeah. Um, they got rid of him and they, they're going to have a new coach. Yeah. So they're making the right move now. They're too preparing late. for the championship yeah. and it's a bit too late, you know. Um, coach fired on a Wednesday. Yeah. You know, it's Thursday now. They've got a game this yeah. weekend. So yeah, I think they're already in, in, in preparing for next season. They're already in the championship Watford. Yeah. So I'll I'll give this to Leicester, yeah. Okay. Well, next up, Manchester City look to move a step closer to clinching the Premier League title. I know uh Liverpool supporters will have their eye on this fixture. What can we do except open prayer? <laughs> are you, uh, what can are you looking at this fixture as the, the potential fixture where City are going to drop points. Um, because it's, I mean, like West Ham have, uh, have the Europa League football to, to, content, to, to play for. They need to try qualify for the Europa League. To be honest, Chad, I think this is the game that decides the season for, for look. City win, it's over. There's yeah. no way Liverpool are going to claw back that goal difference, especially after an FA Cup final, 110%. We, we can wish, hope, pray, whatever. But if City win, even by two goals, it's the task is too much to do. And we go away to Southampton afterwards. It's going to be not plain sailing there. I mean, even though teams have beaten Southampton 9-0 and stuff before. But uh, it's not going to, especially after FA Cup final, I don't think that's going to be possible. But in saying that, when you know when Liverpool supporters looked at Manchester City's running, and we saw West Ham away at their at their stadium, we said, "Okay, that's one. Yeah, that's definitely one in their list that that could possibly upset. I mean, that's the highest possible team that they face in the log. Yeah, and." going to their ground hopefully there's bubbles blowing in the city players eyes and you know hopefully it distracts them but on a serious note West Ham can do something they can they have the potential they have the power they have it I mean I'm not just saying it from a Liverpool's perspective but if there's one team that's going to do it but it's going to be mish- they need to play the perfect game it's going to they need they need yeah. a bit of luck I mean the Liverpool's fans prayers might help them <laughs> I like you know they might get a city need maybe you never know what can happen in football ball can go over the top you know somebody pulls somebody back red card you know you never know what can happen for 90 minutes you you might be in trouble but in saying that it's all just hope city should really win this game 110% they have nothing to play for I mean <laughs> except the Premier League I'm not talking from a football city the way Kevin the brain is playing my word, my bet for the World Cup to all our listeners at the moment. I know I don't come here often to the podcast. I probably might only come when the next when the World Cup starts again. But Belgium at the moment, 
from a Liverpool perspective as well. Kevin De Bruyne is the best footballer in the world for me currently. Yeah. And no one can take. He has everything in his arsenal. And so you're backing... I'm backing Belgium to win the world. And you're backing City and to beat... Uh, football brain, City <laughs> should steamroll. It's them. the hope that will yeah. kill you. <laughs> and I'm praying... If you're taking a bet this weekend, I mean, you can't go against Manchester City. Yeah. But if but I won't be taking a bet this weekend on that game. I'm going to be hoping, praying, fasting, whatever I need to do <laughs> to ensure that my team, you know, has a chance going into the last day of the season. But I don't know what you think, Mzebo. Mzebo, crush his, yeah. crush his dreams. Yeah. Just, just go for it. Yeah. Just be honest. Yeah, Ben Cedia <laughs> ripping it up. Maybe, honestly, but um, when you when you analyze the last two games these two teams have played, um, Man City has failed to score a lot of goals against the Hammers. You know, they've, they've won 1-0, one, 2-1. One um, there's a new new draw there somewhere as well. I think it was in the Carabao Cup before they went to penalties. But um, also one thing I've noticed that might give Liverpool supposes some hope is the fact that after West Ham were knocked out of the Europa, that those two, the two games they've played after they've actually looked really sharp. It's like playing in 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 that it was at the semi final yeah the semi playing in the europa semi final actually increased their level a bit yeah. um of play because they've been playing well in the EPL yeah. and they've been doing well in the europa league but i think that the semi final just showed them where they need to be to be regulars in in europe you know yeah. and i think they'll take that experience with them when they face city but yeah city still will still steamroll them with this weekend and wrap up the league. And um, I feel like Manchester City are playing with a bit of anger. You know, you can see when the team is playing with anger, you know, they, yeah. they, they're still hurting from that. They're Champions hurting from league the exit. Champions League, you know. Yeah. So they, they're just going through with the league. They want to make sure at least if there's one thing, they're not going to choke in. That's the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It, it would be disastrous if they lost it from this position. Yeah. I'll, like I'll, I'll, I'll still... <laughs> Also bet on the on the win um, below three point five goals. I don't think West Ham will let in a lot of goals, even though Man City will want to score like five six goals. Yeah, I think West Ham will, will hold on to like a two nil loss or a one nil loss. And be, before we move on to the next game, what what's your thoughts on? I don't know if you've seen the latest uh, reports about West Ham offering Declan Rice an eight year contract worth over two hundred thousand. An eight-year eight contract. Guys, I'm sorry, but I'm one of those people that think Declan Rice is an overrated midfielder. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those. Okay, maybe yeah. I haven't you watched him enough. This podcast no, maybe, <laughs> maybe. No, by saying he's overrated, I'm not saying he's yeah. bad. I'm yeah. not saying he's bad. But I'm saying, look for the price tag. I mean, if you're the, saying that, yeah, I don't I mean, agree with the, what they... Yeah, the price tag is just ridiculous. And yeah. saying that, you can have... Fair enough, you can have your opinion. English midfielders have been overrated for the past... Since I was overrated and overpriced, overpriced and for the price. Yeah. But in saying that, he is the best of all of that they've ever had. He's better in than West Ham. Nah. Yeah. He's better than. Uh, oh wait, yeah. Yeah. I, I really wait, think. wait. Yeah. West Ham or English midfielders? No, in terms of all the English midfielders that have been rated before oh, prior to him, yeah, yeah, he I is think definitely he is the best. That they, that Between the likes of Phil Foden and Mason Mount? No, Phil uh, Foden is another class, guys. It's nah. not even included. Phil Foden is, uh, he still has a long way to come. His mind is still, yeah. he has a bit of a, like you can see when he plays, like he wants to play today because it's Liverpool. He doesn't care tomorrow because it's Leicester. 
you know he still has a bit of a you know childish mind yeah. i believe he needs to sort that out but in saying that you spoke about trends and superstitions earlier on and i just want to add my two cents before we like before we get to the last game you know as much as we believe we can talk about football how much we want to or whatever manchester city considered two goals in two minutes in in real at real madrid mm. whatever happened that day it happened same and in saying that with as a liverpool supporter we know that something like that can definitely happen again as much as they may feel as if it's over they can walk west ham and win but and it's still going to be playing in manchester in city's head as well we can we believe in patterns i believe in superstitions and all those things i promise you west ham can do it <laughs> okay yeah. well you you had the man <laughs> yeah um well wolves are in action next bruno lodge's men are looking to end a five game winless run in the premier league fortunately for them they host rock bottom norwich who were relegated three games ago a quick prediction table yeah win for wolves they will, yeah should be should be a win for Please, wolves win for wolves yeah should they they i mean this should be i know i, I know wolves aren't in Great great form, form, but, yeah. but this should be like yeah. looking at the sets of fixtures for the weekend. This should be one of the bankers. I mean, for me, it is. I, I think the issue with Wolves has been. I'm sorry to extend on this. It would just yeah. be a minute. I think <clears> the issue with Wolves it's it's similar to to Leicester. You know, they they while they haven't played badly as Leicester this season, they've played well. But what has happened is a lot of their players started being linked with other clubs when they were in form, and then their form dipped after that. So you've got a lot of players there at Wolves who are asking themselves am I staying here next season am I playing to get a contract at Tottenham or 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 a team like United maybe Chelsea Liverpool because they do have the standard of players that can feature in the top 4 yeah. you know so I, I think that that's what's taking the like the the foot of the gas a bit because a lot of their players and it's more than three players a lot of their players are being looked at by big clubs you yeah. know yeah but they all win this weekend. Yeah, Definitely. no, I I agree. Uh the final game on Saturday sees uh, Everton uh welcome Brentford with Frank Lampard's side looking to take the sting out of Thomas Frank's buzzing bees. Quick game of the weekend. A, a, a quick prediction. I I don't want to dwell too much yeah, on this one, a I, quick one. I think uh Brentford or Everton. Brentford found a new wind recently ever since they had a dip in form and yeah, I mean my hollywood blood is saying brentford but in saying that uh you know frank lampard needs to win yeah. and i i'm not going to go against my theory of what i said earlier on if you need to win at this part of the season you will win you'll do whatever it takes and for that reason i'm going with everton yeah yeah i watched i watched everton's last game in fact the last two games they they playing really well um even though they can be flat at times and yeah. Yeah. they don't threaten as they should in front of goal but it's the spirit guys it's the yeah. way they're pushing yeah. for this win you know um i think that might just you know get them over the line against brentford here yeah. um especially seeing as they 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 they, they need this win they yeah. really need this win um yeah i get it everton win okay uh before we move on to monday night's game we want to give our listeners a chance to win a betting voucher all you have to do is tell us which team will join Watford and Norwich in the championship next season so who will get relegated 
Uh, let us know what you think, and if your comment impresses our panel of judges, we will credit your accounts with a 200 rand betting voucher courtesy of Hollywood Bets. Also, just another reminder: Hollywood Bets is running a competition during the Champions season. Spend 20 rand or more on a horse racing bet and stand a chance to win one of three Polo Lives. Uh, okay, on to Monday now, the final game, and uh, Arsenal face a tricky trip to St James's Park to take on Newcastle. And uh, interesting stats: Arsenal, Arsenal have won the last eight meetings. That's not no. That's, we don't even need to go into details. Yeah, Arsenal <laughs> will steamroll them, and because even if they lose against Tottenham, they still need to win that game in the hope that Tottenham drops points on the final day. But St James's Park is tricky. Nah, don't even stress. It's a, <laughs> It's uh it's uh it's game over there and it's absolutely game over there. You don't need to panic, you don't need to stress. And yeah, bank Arsenal and everything. And your bets on Monday with Arsenal. Yeah. See, but that's simple. Yeah. I think there's value in backing Newcastle here, guys. <laughs> Yeah, hey, no, there's no. value here. Yeah, there's value. No, I actually um, think it's a tougher game than than V's made it sound. No, there's value. You know why I'm saying that? I think Newcastle will be looking at themselves and thinking we've lost every game against the top six after the investment was made in January. And this might be the game they'll want to make a point out of and say we've won one at least. Yeah. And looking at those teams. Is it not their final home game of the season or so? Uh, yeah, I think so too. Um, I think they will look at Arsenal being a team that they will most likely um, be playing in the Champions League because they can afford to lose this game as well. Um, and they will look at them and think we need to measure ourselves against them again as they did, as they tried to against City, as they tried to against Liverpool and the other side. Um, I'm not saying they'll definitely win it, but I think it will be a tough fixture for Arsenal. Um, seeing as they'll also come out thinking we need to win this. Um, yeah, so I, I will back. I'll go for a double here. Um, Newcastle draw or Arsenal win? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think um, this is going to be the toughest game to call uh, from the set of fixtures uh, that we've looked at in the Premier League. And I just think um, this is one that I'd like, I, I, I would prefer to stay out of. That's our title is. Well, those are our thoughts. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, guys, any final words for our listeners? No, just enjoy the FA Cup final this weekend. I mean, especially if you're a Liverpool supporter, embrace the moments with your family and friends because you know, more months like May, like this month, might never ever happen again in our lifetime. So, whatever you saved up to have a braai or whatever, like, I mean, whatever you saved up, have a braai with the family, you know, take a bet on your Hollywood Bets account, enjoy it, you know, embrace it, cook that curry, you know, with your mother and father, you know, go, <laughs> if your mother wants crab or whatever, just go and get it, you know, do, do something, <laughs> do something special, do something, make it, make it, make it entertaining. Sounds you, like you are passing. Yeah, days. make it entertaining, you know, and like, I may be sounding a bit, you know, funny or whatever, but like, but I'm saying spend time with those nearest and dearest Liverpool support, your fellow Liverpool supporters, because times like this we may never see in our lifetime again so enjoy it yeah yeah enjoy the game guys yeah. and all the Real Madrid fans tune in yeah. watch <laughs> want you to see something there oh. that's all <laughs> cheers guys thank you <laughs> thanks